Kelly's homework? This is why I wanted a new kit. This one's no good. You cheated me in the draft order. No, no, no. And you thought you could outsmart Ruxin. Ruxin, just look at what I drew up. You'll see there was no difference in either way. I'm, I'm not looking at anything, because all I see are lies and collusion. This whole season is null and void. Full and void. You're in Sheridan. Give me your ice. <laughs> You gotta love it, man. Uh, great, great TV series there. I wish it was still around. It's called The League. And uh, I know it's not a movie, a football movie, but it is one of the, the fantasy football loves of, of most of people, man. And, and Ruxin has to be a standout character for sure. Uh, what's going on, guys? It's the Fantasy Football Junkies. My name is Bonzi. We've got Spanky here with you and Kalna as well. His name is Kalna. It's not Kalina. He took a lot of flack. In week number one, and uh, we're going to try to make sure we say his name right this week. Kalna is here with us uh, again this week, guys. A lot of fun. Week one, man. We d- basically just had a lot of fun. Well, Spanky and I had a lot of fun. Kalna, not so much, but <laughs> we got a lot of great listens, a lot of great great uh, plays on week one, guys. Week two is going to be, uh, I think, even better because we're going to start off with talking about fantasy, or not really fantasy football movies, but just football movies. Uh, we're also going to hit up the uh, three players that you'd want to stay away from in your fantasy football draft this league uh, this year, and then uh, your top 12 wide receivers. So uh, before we get started, uh, Spanky, uh, thanks for sharing that, that that football movie post from the Fantasy Football Junkies Facebook page. And, and again, that, that page is going to be, I think, really interactive during the football season because people are going to be sending us in questions and uh, comments and stuff, and, and we'll be more than happy to answer them. And I know Calna literally has a lot of time on his hands at home. He can he can uh, he can respond to all of those as well. So Spank, thanks for sharing that, bud. You put a, you put a, you had a uh, comment, you had a compliment to me, and then a jab at him, all in one breath. That's pretty. That's that's <laughs> pretty good, right there. I don't, I don't know. What you're talking really, about. when I when I put that out there, you know, and, and a lot of people even touched on it, honestly. There's, there's there's no really wrong answer. It really depends on if you want a tearjerker type-ish type football movie or the funny, you know, replacements and, and stuff like that. But it did get a lot on there. I actually didn't realize there's that many football movies when you, I know. you compile the list. Yeah. Like, wow, I forgot about that. I forgot about that one. I forgot about that one. But... Yeah, we, we, I mean, that thing blew up huge. And I, the reason I posted that was because my son, who was a freshman in high school this year uh, and playing football, he's played football for the last six years of his life. But he's really never gotten into the football movies, I guess, until he got older. And now he's really, you know, he hears some of the high school boys talking about some movies. You know, when we were growing up, you know, especially Kalna, uh, well, all of us, we, you know, movie quotes is one of our things. I mean, pe- we just love to quote movies with our buddies and with our friends. And Kalna, I mean, I know you saw the post. And my son, the first football movie that him and I sat down and watched. I mean, I can remember sitting down with my dad. The first football movie that I watched with my dad was a movie called Wildcats. Do you guys remember that one? Goldie Hawn? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first movie that I... Yeah, come see the bird. Remember with that guy? <laughs> and I interest you in some peanut brittle. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first... I remember watching it. It was my first football movie with my dad. Well, my son and I sat down last weekend, and we watched his first football movie was was Varsity Blues. So I think that that's a little bit better than Wildcats, man. But Wildcats is a classic. Do you remember what your first football movie was, Kellen? Do you have a favorite one? To be honest with you, my first probably football movie was Rudy, and mostly oh, nice. because it's space. It's a documentary. It's a true story. 
That was your first one, though? Probably. I didn't watch a lot of football movies. I actually watched the sport. Wow. Okay. But what's your, is Rudy still your top one? My, easily my top one. It's inspirational. Like I said, it's a documentary based on a true story. And uh, Vince Vaughn's first first acting gig. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a win-win. <laughs> now, what about you, Spank? What was your favorite, favorite, favorite? Because you and I, like, seriously, Spank, we've watched a lot of football movies together, and we quote them a ton. Um, and I know there's a buddy of ours out there that's listening, uh, Michael David Mays. He likes to think he's the, the, the champion of all football movie quotes. But um, what was your favorite one, your top football movie? I'd almost have to go Wildcats as well because that, I mean, not the top, but just the one that I remember I think was one of my first ones. I mean, if you want a Casio, come see the birds. <laughs> and you just you sit there, Goldie on, uh, search, search his job. I'm not searching his job. Well, you're off the team. I'm a senior. That's okay. <laughs> There's a lot of them in there. And you've got Wesley Snipes. Uh, uh, so many young actors started. But, I mean, how many people have a clay track to run to, to lose a bet to the coach. Right. Wildcats, I think, was my first. One. That is a classic scene, yeah, where she beats him in, 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 the, in the running thing. Um, Risky Business was another one. Have you seen that one, guys? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All the right moves. All the right moves. Not Risky Business. All the right moves. My That's bad. weird. I just pictured Tom Cruise in his underwear. <laughs> All the right moves. That's the one I'm thinking of with Tom Cruise. Have you guys seen that one? I have not. Spank, have you seen I that have, one? I have, but I don't know that that was... I think that was more relationship based. I mean, there was the, obviously the football behind it, but I don't recall that being that good. I remember that was the first football movie that my dad told me to go to my room because there was a scene in there that I couldn't watch. I was too young to watch, and I'll remember that too for the rest of my life. So, guys, the the Facebook post is still on the uh, Facebook Junkies fo- uh, page. You can go leave your comment of your favorite fo- uh, fa- your football movie, and um, you know, <laughs> this time of year is I think one of the best times of year, you know, during the summer because we're heading into so many months of of talking about football and hopefully we can talk a lot about other stuff than just fantasy football on this podcast because, you know, we have so much to say about everything. I mean, Kalna especially. Um, Guys, one of our assignments that that obviously Kalna did not do, I mean, homework homework is one of the things, Kalna, that you have to do for a podcast. (laughs) But the uh, three players that you are going to stay away from in your fantasy football draft this year. Um, I'll go ahead and start because uh, I, you know, I did my homework, and I actually uh, typed up some stuff too. But I also want to start because I think I have a player on here that I want to stay away from, my top three players that I'm not going to draft in any of my drafts. I think it's one of Calna's favorite players this year. So I can't wait to get to him, all right? So... Uh, my first player, though, that I'm going to stay away from, Josh Jacobs from the Las Vegas Raiders, running back. Uh, you know, inconsistent at times last season. Still ranked eight, though, in fantasy points among running backs. Uh, he's going to struggle, though, I think, to duplicate that finish or he I even get near that 21 touches he averaged after the uh, Raiders added Kenyon Drake. However, uh, what's what's more, I think, important is he could have truly little to zero presence. As a pass catcher, with you know, in a PPR, that's a big deal. And at this point, I think Jacobs is a risk reward number two fantasy back in most drafts, and that's one who I think went number one uh, on somebody's teams last year. Spanky Calna, who wants to 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 to, to, to debate that? I think Jacobs is taking a big hit. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Calna, go first. 
I said, I think Josh Jacobs, with the addition of Kenyon Drake there, is going to be, is taking a huge hit, fantasy wise. So you agree? Terrible. Calvin, you agree? agree? I agree that Josh Jacobs is going to take a huge hit in fantasy. He he isn't isn't a pass catching back. He, for some reason, has trouble at the goal line, and Kenyon Drake apparently succeeds with the numbers I read. He's a much better goal line back. So I think this year, and I really look forward to drafting him this year until all of this has transpired, and I'm going to stay away from him as well. Good point. All right. Spank, you agree or disagree? I agree. I was never a fan of him, cause I, I, but now I'm going to trade. I'm going to draft him just so I can trade him to, to you guys. <laughs> My next player that I'm going to stay away from, and I, I think this is where it might start surprising people, is James Robinson, who is also a running back out of the Jacksonville Jaguars team. Now, he was one of the biggest surprises in fantasy football last year, finishing 7th in points among the RBs as an undrafted free agent. And I remember that week in our big league, everybody was trying to pick him up. Unfortunately, the Jaguars' new regime decided to pick another runner in the first round of the NFL draft. Now, the team also added Carlos Hyde, one of Spanky's favorite players, who is a favorite of new uh, coach Urban Meyer. Now, even Robinson, uh, if he remains a starter, I think his share, the touch share with running backs, especially right now, you don't you want a running back who's going to get a lot of touches. I think James Robinson's touches go way, 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 way down, and I'm going to stay away from him too. Spanky, you agree or disagree? I would agree. I would. I'm, I'm skittish on anything in the Jacksonville Jacksonville backfield. Calendar, what about you? I agree, but to a lesser degree, I still believe James Robinson will get his touches in those first couple downs. He won't be a third down back now with Edneen there, however you say his name. But the fact is, he was great last year. I had him. He uh, he was my flex running back, and he well overproduced what I thought. But I didn't expect this for sure, and James Robinson is somebody that you want to probably target in the middle of later rounds as opposed to early. Yeah, definitely. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to stay away from him, totally. My last one, my third one, that I, my third player that I'm really going to stay away from, and, and, and this is a player I think, Calendar, you've talked a lot about him. Um, I don't know if you're just being funny about it or if you're really digging this guy or not, but um, Kenny Galladay, wide receiver for the uh, New York Giants. Now, he missed most of last season due to that injured hip, uh, but he was still able to ink this four-year deal, and I, I don't even know how much that was. It was a big deal, though. I think it was like over, what was it, over 70 million bucks. Um, however, New York has many mouths to feed in this passing game, including Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, Darius Slayton, and now rookie Kadarius Toney. And oh, let's not forget about the return of uh, Mr. Saquon Barkley, one of, again, Spanky's boys. Uh, one also has to wonder if Daniel Jones is going to be hurting Galladay's value as a fantasy wideout. And I and, and again, I, I put this on there because I think a lot of people are going to be targeting this guy, and I'm staying away from him. Calna, you agree or disagree? Oh, I stay away. I have brought him up a lot. I've had an obsession with him since his first year. I drafted him and Corey Davis one season, and it was not the best seasons. And I stayed with him. I was loyal. And now with his injury history now all of a sudden popping up, and the fact that Daniel Jones is not nearly as accurate as Matt Stafford Though Galladay is a guy that can go up and get that tough ball, the, the jump ball, it's just it's not how looking good with him with the other weapons and Barkley's return. Spank, what do you think? I wouldn't touch him just for the simple fact there's rookie receivers and even one or two year receivers that I would much rather target than Galladay. 
Right, for sure. And again, these are players to stay away from, guys, in my opinion. I don't want to draft these players at all. And that's Josh Jacobs, running back, Vegas. Uh, James Robinson, running back, Jacksonville. And Kenny Galladay, wide receiver, New York Giants. Just stay, stay, stay away. Uh, do any of you guys want to add any players uh, You know that you want to just stay away from completely, that you're not drafting at all this year, Spanky? I, actually, I have a couple, and maybe all three of mine might surprise, or I might be using it part of my draft strategy because two of my compadres, are in my league. So, but I think mine might surprise you a little bit. I honestly So hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, Colin, do you for since we are all in the Big Daddy Fantasy Football League that is for big money. Okay, all three of us are. Spank- jelly beans. Okay, listen. It, it is a lot of jelly beans. Do you honestly, Colin, do you honestly think that this this boob is seriously going to try to throw in some knowledge here on us that's going to be misknowledge and misdirection for the fantasy football draft? Do you really think he's going to do that? I could see him doing that. I don't trust him one, <laughs> you one bit. You don't trust him? I don't trust When he sends me a trade offer, he gives me ultimatums. He gives me yeah. time limits. puts me in a corner. It makes me want to physically hurt him. That's good. that's a bonus episode right there as far as – I, I can't even touch him. Yeah, who is the worst? Honestly, yeah, who is the worst person to trade for in your league? It's definitely Spanky. You do not want to trade with this out guy. Out of your mind. <laughs> Condescending. Anyway, I mean, he just talks down to you. All right, who are your players, Spank? That I'm, that's a whole that's a bonus episode that we got to do. Anyway, I'm honestly scared of Kamara. I, I I don't know about the New Orleans offense, but with Breeze gone, Alvin scares me. And, and the reason and my my point behind that is I had Kamara last year when Breeze was hurt. Taysom Hill Taysom Hill came in, and I've seen a massive drop. Camara's numbers. Okay, people right Camara's now who are scared. listening, stop right now. People who right now who are listening, this is three players to stay away from. No one is staying away I'm, from Camara. Okay, you you are drafting Camara. You are drafting Camara if he comes to you at the number seven pick. I guarantee you are. I, I understand to stay away from them, but it just it, I have my hesitancy. I, I just it it just scares me a little bit. Yes, you're draft. You're not not drafting. I mean, this is not—it's not. Well, yeah, we want—I want—I want people that are going to not draft this year. Kamara, I mean, he's going into the first round. I, yes, he is, but I'm just saying I don't know that I would trust him over other backs. <laughs> so, basi- so I basically, count that he's—Kamara he, is his number one running back. Okay, let's go to the next guy. You're going to stay away from this year. Uh, some guy named Barkley. His injury history really. This is ridiculous. <laughs> So again, as I as I stated, this could be got jokes. my plan, or it could be uh, yeah, okay. you know, hidden agenda. Yep. So yep. that might be my turn. You know, as I pick ninth and tenth, you know. So just say and Mike Evans, Mike Evans injury history. Um, Godwin's value is going up. We don't know what Antonio Brown's going to play into that offense. So I don't know that I would touch Mike Evans for a right. serious one. So stop. First two obviously stop. are jokes, but. You get the picture. But Mike Evans is still a top twenty like wide receiver, though. I mean, I don't get. I don't. I mean, I agree with you. He's not like my my first or second you know choice for wide receiver. But I mean, guys getting drafted. I mean, he's getting drafted. He's still on that 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 team that's going to be you know. I hate to say it. He's got a quarterback that can throw touchdowns. But oh my gosh, I can't believe he just said Barkley and and Kamara people. He's going to stay away from Kalna. I think so get to me at nine. He's a con artist. He is he is a con artist for sure for sure. All right, who are you staying away from, Kalna? I promise you, for the rest of my entire existence, I would never draft Will Fuller. 
ever. <laughs> I started him last two. I started him one one game. It was the day I was going to ask my wife to marry me. I started him. He didn't get a look, and he he gets hurt more than anyone on the field. Even though he's going to Miami, he's got the breakaway speed. They got a great passing attack down there in Miami, but never. I mean, I'm not telling just me to stay away. Everybody, do not draft Will Fuller <laughs> if you want to have a full heart. I like it. You got anybody else that you want to stay away from? Yeah, Odell Beckham out of Cleveland. Uh, he's just He has not been the same receiver since leaving New York. His numbers are down. He does get injured. Uh, just not a passing, not a passing team first. And I, Odell Beckham is definitely someone that I wouldn't even consider even putting on a list. You know what? And that, that's a great, 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 great point for people who are just starting out in fantasy football. You know, sometimes those names that you recognize jump off the page at you. They really, really do. I mean, I've been guilty of it before, and 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 those, you know. The name jumps out at, and you're like, "Oh, I know that name. He was on the cover of this, or he did this, and he 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 was eating, you know, a Campbell's soup on the side. I remember that guy? I'm I'm gonna take that guy. So that's a good point because Odell Beckham Jr. was that guy. He was a stud for a while, and 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 I mean, he was all over everything. He was all over the press. He was all over TikTok. He was all over Fortnite. I mean, the guy was everywhere. And for young people too, especially, he became a favorite, favorite, favorite player. They tried to catch the ball like that guy. In, in, in high school football games. So that's a great point, Callan. Stay away, and I agree, stay away from that guy. He's I don't think I've seen one list, correct me if I'm wrong, because we've been looking at wide receivers a lot this week. I don't think I've seen him in the top 50 wide receivers in anybody's rankings. Have you guys? I think he actually makes the top 50, but barely. He's right there, right around 50, right, I think 47th on the last list I looked at. But that's that's just because by that point, in wide receiver, and I mean, you're really, really taking a step below those top guys. But he, he is somebody to definitely just, just forget that he exists, really. Yeah. So, guys, you are listening to the Fantasy Football Junkies, uh, Bonzi, Spanky, and Kalna. We're now going to take a turn, a page, and flip to the, speaking of wide receivers, you know, we did top 10 tight ends last week. These are your top 12 wide receivers that you want to target this week. Um, I think what we're going to do this week, though, I think, Spanky, what we'll do is we'll just start with you and let you go down your entire list. Callan, if you want to... I didn't I didn't do a list. I think us th- three of us doing a list is really just too much. So I feel like, uh, Spank, if you just want to go down your full list, your top 12, and then, Callan, just kind of keep a note of that, buddy. And, and if, you know, when we get to yours, if you agree, or if there's someone different, just kind of maybe put a focus on that. Is that cool? Yep. All right, Spanky, Sounds so good. have at it, buddy. Start off with your number one overall wide receiver, and, and I'm pretty sure everybody is going to agree on this one. It's probably 1A and 1B, really, with Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill, to be honest with you, with Devontae number one. Tyreek, you can't go wrong with either either one of those. Uh, round coming in third for me was Stephon Diggs. Let me ask you a question, though, real quick about Adams and Hill, okay? So let's say you're drafting and, and both those players are available. Okay, you got Adams and Hill. Let me ask you this. If you're in a PPR league and you've got Adams and Hill, who are you taking? Honestly, I'll take either one of them. But if, I, gonna, had my, if I had to make a, a – I, I honestly would probably go with Adams just because Tyreek, the injuries scare me a little bit and how he plays and fast and hamster and all that. And obviously that can happen with anybody – but Green Bay and their offense, if this is, you know, who's Rodgers. Right, right, right. Hoorah, 
wants Adams to look. I, I just, I probably would go Adams. So if you're not in a PPR league, who do you take? Honestly, it probably still stays Adams. So touchdown league, no PPR, you're going Adams. Kyle, what about you? Well, Hill, if you're going PPR, you have to kind of take Adams. He had 115 receptions as Tyreek Hill only had 87. Tyreek does more with those lower amount of receptions. He had, I believe, 1,276 yards to Devontae Adams, 1,374 yards, 18 touchdowns for Adams, 15 receiving for Hill, but he also had two rushing touchdowns. But targets, Adams had 149 targets, Hill had 135. If I had to pick one for, I would still, Adams is just too much of a red zone threat, constant, favorite target. He's a great route runner. Everything yeah. you could want in a wide receiver, Devontae Adams would be my hands-down pick. All right. Spanky, what would you have for number three? Uh, Stephon Diggs. Yeah, Buffalo wide receiver. Yeah. I just think in that offense, it's, I mean, it's a no-brainer for me. Uh, went to number four, Andre Hopkins. Number five, D.K. Metcalf. Uh, a little skittish on the next couple ones. Uh, Calvin Ridley came in at six for me uh, with A.J. Brown following him. And then I was hesitant to do this, but I put two uh, Viking receivers in the top ten. So coming in at oh. for me is Justin Jefferson <laughs> uh, with Keenan Allen, C.D. Lamb following him. Uh, Terry McLaurin and Robert Woods rounded out my top 12. Yeah, you know, but hey, I, I, I like Jefferson. I, I love Jefferson this year for Minnesota. I really, really do. And who did you say was your other Minnesota running uh, wide receiver? Uh, early, uh, actually, I did have one. I'm sorry. It was Justin Jefferson. Oh, okay, yeah, because I, I was like, I hope you don't put Thielen in that top 12 anymore. I mean, he's... <laughs> no, I did. I thought I did, but he's down farther. Yeah, you love yourself some Adam Thielen. So we heard Spanky's top twelve there, and I tell you what, I mean, there, there's there's a few like I I have Ridley a lot higher than than sixth, um, Spank, and you know, Calendar, what did, what did you think of that list? I uh, well, the Thielen thing scared me for a second, but we get we, we took care of that. Ridley, I have higher. I have him as fourth. Uh, I think Stefan Diggs takes a step up. I think uh, like Spank did touch on. That Tyreek Hill, every once in a while, he, his injuries scare you. He could be out. He could pull a hamstring. He could tweak his knee. But Stefan Diggs, he had 127 receptions, led the league in receptions last year. 166 targets also led the league. And he's still their primary number one, no doubt about who's their red zone, who's their everything kind of guy. Although he only had eight touchdowns last year, but they missed the mark. And I think Josh Allen matures even greater this year, has a better year even than last. And I just think Stefan Diggs is going to be your number two receiver with Tyree coming in at number three. Yeah, I like that. Keep going. Like I said, I have Ridley at four. He's taken over. Julio's gone. Although Julio only played a handful of games last year, Ridley had an amazing season. He had 1,375 yards, 143 targets, 90 receptions. He's going to be their number one. It's uh Easily for me, Ridley and Hopkins is right there next to him with Kyler Murray throwing to him. He's their big threat. Uh, Justin Jefferson's my number six guy. He's going to take over that whole deal. Last year, Thielen had great fantasy numbers only because he had 14 touchdowns. I don't think he had that many receptions, and I just think he's probably seen his best days are behind him. Uh, DK Metcalf would be coming in next at number seven. He's just a specimen. I mean, you can't miss him on the field. 
and Tyler Lockett across from him keeps defenses honest, but he's just not as consistent as DK Metcalf. Number eight would be Allen Robinson. I have Allen Robinson from Chicago. He, I think, goes under the radar. He averages for the last three years, he averages 100 catches a year. He had 1,250 yards last year. He's got a more, probably a more consistent quarterback situation with Andy Dalton. Gonna probably start the year, and then Justin Fields will probably take over at some point. But I think Allen Robinson is a good target for a top 10 wide receiver. I have, this is where it gets sketchy for me. I, I, I flip flopped, uh, Keenan Allen and AJ Brown all week. I even asked my friends, other people, like, who would you pick? Most people decided AJ Brown. I end up going Keenan Allen. I just think if you want a consistent wide receiver that's going to come every Sunday and be there for you, Keenan Allen's the way to go. AJ Brown's great, but now they got Julio, and if Julio is healthy, is going to take away from AJ Brown's ability to see the end zone quite as much. Uh, also, I have I have McLaurin. I moved him up to number eleven because I think that with him having Fitzpatrick there, it's going to legitimize. Last year, who do you have thrown to him? And he still had a remarkable season. I think Spank had him in his rookie year, and uh, he was great that year. No one even knew him really, and and now I think he's easily going to excel even more with Fitzpatrick throwing the ball. they got a balanced offense. Washington's actually a sleeper team, I think, this year. And then I have Robert Woods coming in with Stafford throwing to him. He actually rushed the ball. He had 155 rushing yards and a few touchdowns rushing. So you can't go wrong with those guys. I have some other guys just right there on the bubble. Mike Evans, although Spank likes to stay away from him. I think he's just, he really flies under the radar. He, 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 he literally produces every year and nobody really gives him credit but i think that's my list guys yeah i like the list i'm really shocked though i mean maybe i'm wrong because and i'm wrong a lot trust me when it comes to fantasy football but i really like um aj brown guys i really do i mean i tried getting him a couple times last year uh from somebody i forgot who i was trying to get him from just because every time you was it you yeah yeah i mean the guy i mean he he in real football, listen, in real football and not fantasy football, I think the guy might be one of the best wide receivers in real football. I mean, he is a really good football player. And fantasy football, he's not too bad. I mean, the guy had over 100 you know, targets um, in 2020 and still, you know, I mean, just PPR just, just pulled it up. But, you know, you say Julio Jones is there. I think that's going to help him a lot. And um, Brown could finish as the number one wide receiver, I think, in football. Because, I mean, the guy, he just catches everything, and he's still going to stay the true number one. So I had A.J. Brown a lot higher on my list than you guys did. I think I had him at like five or six. Somebody that I really, what's that? I just want to admit, he only had 70 receptions, so if you're in PPR, he does take a step down a little bit. Yeah, but what's the percentage there? He was only thrown to like 105 times. But I mean, like he only got thrown to like 105 times. I think they're going to throw to him more. I think Julio Jones, I'm I'm not big on Julio Jones, guys. I mean, you know, again, another stud, another name like Odell Beckham that jumps out at you, and people are going to draft him. Like if you're a, a rookie fantasy football player, don't get, don't get, you know, don't get. Well, I want to say a bad word. I want to say a bad word right now, but but don't get, uh, you know, too fast in, in drafting a Julio Jones. But another player that I like too. I don't know if either one of you guys mentioned him. Maybe Spanky did. C.D. Lamb, and you know, Cal, I'm giving one of your Cowboys some credit here. I mean, I think the C.D. Lamb guy. I, you know, he had a solid rookie season last year. He should have the chance to be even better if Dak can stay healthy. Um, and I think he's really, really, really worth drafting in early rounds 
this year if you can get a hold of him. If you get, especially if you get like a top ten wide receiver, I would have no problem taking Ceedee Lamb being my 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 number, my number two, even my number one guy. Depending on how the draft work, if I went two running backs and then a CD Lamb, I really really like that guy because, um, again he had he had almost like what 100 catches last year and that's his rookie year. So hello, that was without Dak. CD Lamb's awesome. He's a talent. I think people, if Amari Cooper stays healthy, are undervaluing Cooper. Right now he's a little banged up. And you're not sure if he's going to start the season at 100. percent But I had CD Lamb right there. You can't go wrong with that. With Spanks saying that, and you. I think he might be going, getting drafted a little earlier than, I think they're putting a little too much trust in him. Especially Dak has a little bit of a sore shoulder right now. That's my team. I watched Hard Knocks last night. It disappointed <laughs> me again. It's getting softer each and every season. And Mike McCarthy, oh my God. Sorry, I got I to go on forever about Dallas. Jesus. But I just think C.D. Lamb, I mean, he can go up and get it. He can run his routes. He's fast. He's got that breakaway speed. He's on a different level for sure. Awesome. Now, um, there you go, guys. We're going to post again the uh, top 10 tight ends graphic and our top 12 um, wide receivers list on our uh, Fantasy Football Junkies Facebook page if you guys want to use that to cheat off of. And again, I broke it down into tiers, too, so that's kind of how you need to to base that when you're drafting people. Um, To wrap up the the podcast for today, uh, you know, preseason week two, you know, Spanky, you'd mentioned something about the draft, and, and I think a lot of people... They kind of, uh, you know, if, if they're new to fantasy football, uh, the draft kind of scares them a little bit. And, and the draft order, people kind of think it might be fixed or it's not fixed. We've been doing a league, uh, the Big Daddy Fantasy Football League, for many, many years. We've, we've actually, you know, we've been, we've been to a live draft party. Uh, we've done the card thing, the tricks before. We've done name pulling. So I know you posted it on your Facebook page and wanted to know what other people do for their leagues. And, and what, are you, what are you thinking about doing this year to kind of make it a little more crazy or more fun? Well, honestly, I mean, I was hoping to get more answers than what I got, but when it boils down to it, a lot of people keep this basically the standings from the prior year. The problem with that, and we probably got a good solid 10, is you got to make sure that all those guys come back and then do the reverse order. And so, you know, whoever went, you know. Well, see, I yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, can ne- Spank, we could never do that because we're never guaranteed that we're, you're not going to kick somebody out every year because there's one guy. Well, I mean, you got to pay your you, – the whole deal is you just got to pay your fees and you, you guys should be back, but <laughs> you guys both know about that. So, I don't know. I almost – honestly, I thought it was kind of fun to do the everybody's name in a bowl because if you leave it up to – and with all due respect, whatever uh, platform, and maybe that's another topic too for another day – you know, some people use ESPN. Some people like uh, Yahoo better than ESPN. Uh, and I don't even know what's I'm, – I'm a big fan of, of just using Yahoo. But if you rely on their algorithm to however they randomly do the draft order, somebody within your league usually thinks, oh, yeah, gosh, it's a joke. Well, it's, one way or the other. it's a so joke. I, well, and that's the whole thing. That's why I thought with the, the whole – and we call it the fishbowl pool, but, you know, you video it, you have somebody pull a name, and then – Let's just say, okay, Kalna is the first name to pick. So he gets to pick right there. Okay, you want one or one through ten, if it's a ten-person league and so on yeah. and so on. You get the first pull. Where do you want to pick? So then you kind of – so there's the anticipation of, hey, when am I going to get picked? Okay, when I'm picked, where am I going to pick? Right. So it just kind of builds up, and I honestly think I kind of like that that – approach and almost want to go back to that i think that's the best way to do it i don't know why you got away from it but again i think you know you've got it, it puts a lot of responsibility on the commissioner 
Okay, it really, really does because the commissioner is the one that has to put all the numbers together, put the fishbowl together, have the recording going. You're the one that's got to call people. Like if you can't do it live with everybody at the same time with people's schedules, you know, you're the one that's having to call people. That time limit, I know, like when you, you know, if you say you draw Bonzi's name and and, and I'm, you know, in the bathroom for a while, you know, because I just had Taco Bell. I mean, I, you know, I might not be available, you know, and, and if my time's up, that I think that's what kind of kind of got it. Stopped us from doing it, wasn't it? That people weren't answering their phones, or because I mean, I think that's the best way yeah. to do it. Well, you were doing it, but I know you were you were watching Dirty Dancing for the thirty sixth time for whatever God knows reason. <laughs> yeah. But you can get around that type of stuff. You tell people, hey, have you better be available at ten o'clock, or we bypass you and you get what's left. Yeah, I like There's it. Ways around it, but. You just want to make it fun for everybody. Yeah, I like it. Count You're in several different leagues. How do I mean? Do you? I mean, do you like the way we did that with when, when Spanky draws the names and calls you guys, or, or what do you? Think? I want to. I want to know who what position I'm drafting right this second. If you guys <laughs> could actually do that right now, I'd be so much less anxious. I would be all for that. Although I would not necessarily trust Spanky with the hat if he was by himself. Maybe a little kid, one of his sons, draws the names from a distance. Spanky has to be in another room. Maybe a restraining order could be used. But the fact is, that is very important Love to me to hate. know where I'm drafting. And I can I can map out my draft. So, yeah, I think a, a hat, a fishbowl, whatever you want to call it, I think that is a very fair way. In my, in my, I, I will refer to this all year, my big money league. It's CBS, and it's a, <clears throat> it's a, it's a very competitive league. It's a 12-man league, and they do it the opposite. They reward you for finishing the better you finish, like whoever finished the regular season in first gets the first pick, which I kind of like that. In today's society, you always get rewarded for being a failure, but I mean, I think it's great. You're rewarding somebody that did great that year, and it keeps people interested. And uh, unfortunately, last year I had Nick Chubb and Eckler. They both went down, and so I finished eighth last year. And so I got the pick this year between eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. I went immediately to twelve. Yeah, Some people sure. say I was crazy, no. but I love the 12th pick. Yeah, last pick is always a great pick, man, for sure. And, and we'll spend more time on draft strategy, too, here coming up in uh, next week's episode, for sure. But, uh, Spanky, it looks like you're doing the fishbowl tonight, buddy. Oh, please do. <laughs> It'll be soon, but I think that's the way to go. It makes it fun for everybody. Yeah, I agree. I got I to gotta make sure how I can uh, rig it some way. I agree 100%. Hey, guys, the time's up already. That flew by, didn't it? <laughs> We are done. Kalna, well done. Well done. Spanky, well done. Appreciate you uh, hanging out with us this morning. Everybody else for listening, we appreciate that. If uh, we said anything that you guys don't agree with, please, there's probably a lot of that. Message us, Fantasy Football Junkies Podcast at gmail.com, or go to our Facebook page and leave your comments in there as well. And don't forget, follow us on Facebook and tell your friends about it, because seriously, we are the ones that uh, are going to give you that information to help you guys win. Don't let winning your league be a fantasy. Make it a reality with the Fantasy Football Junkies. Next week, preseason, week number three, we're going QBs. Top 12 quarterbacks in fantasy football. And then we're going to also let uh, Spanky uh, talk about who you are definitely not going to be drafting as your QB this year. Have a good one, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Junkies! Mount up!